It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to the Toolkit Depot studio out here at Optus Stadium. Very wintry day in Perth, despite the fact that spring has started. Well, the US Open is ongoing at Flushing Meadow. There are no Australians left in the singles draw. Alex Dimonor beaten by Daniel Medvedev in four sets this morning. Brett Phillips joins us to talk about the US Open. Reminder that the US Open is streaming on Stan Sport. Every match ad-free, centre court in 4K. And thanks to the Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches, AATC.tennis. Good morning, Brett. Brett, no more Aussies. No, no, we're, we're done, Mark. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Gee, he started well. Uh, Alex, uh, today, got out of the block six games to two, laid the foundations. He had plenty of energy, uh, really was attacking Medvedev, drawing the errors, um, you know, playing the sort of game we thought he would play. And Medvedev looked a bit out of sorts. It was really warm conditions when the players uh, hit the court. He had a couple of tablets, uh, had an extensive break off court at the end of the first set to really uh, just, I suppose, get his house in order. And we always knew there'd be a response from uh, Daniil. And this is what he does. He's, uh, he, he just strangles opponents, uh, Medvedev. It's nothing too fancy. It's just you know, really disciplined hitting. Uh, he got his serve in check, uh, winning a high percentage of points off that first serve. So he was able, able to land some really good serves. And, you know, set two, there wasn't too big a margin, but, you know, set three is where it really got away uh, from Alex. You know, six, one, two sets to one down, and you just felt Medvedev was gaining more and more control of the match. I mean, they had some good exchanges, uh, and, and Alex certainly fought hard. He was in a lot of those points, and it just came down to a, you know, a small error. But that's the discipline hitting of Medvedev. He's always been noted for, you know, being able to keep a lot of balls in play. He plays close to the lines. He hits flat. Um, and he's such a, a tall guy. He gets you know great push through the court. It was really um, you know, that ball was coming on quickly to Demonor, and he just uh, just really struggled. So you know he's been able to beat him in the best of three twice. But this is the next challenge for Alex, and what has been a terrific year to get almost inside the top ten. And there's still a bit of a year to play out. And he's beaten six players inside the top ten. But the next challenge is to try and beat one of these big guys in a best of five at a major. That's the box he's got to tick. So he's got great speed. He can take the ball early, which means he can counterpunch. And he's a sensational player doing that. Can he develop a weapon that can take him into the top ten and into contention in these Grand Slam titles, do you think? Yeah, well, if you look at his you know, two previous rounds, I, I think he's uh, I think his speed of shot off the ground, I think he has added more power to his grand strikes, particularly that forehand. You know, when he hits that off off forehand really well, uh, that's not coming back with interest. But when you're playing a guy like Medvedev, he's so far back in the court and he's got such a big wingspan, he sort of gets those balls back. So you're trying to cut through the smallest gaps in, in playing a guy like um, uh, Medvedev. And if you're playing a guy like Elkaraz, he just anticipates so well, and he's, you know, he can push off his right and left leg and just 
a bit like Djokovic, which has been the hallmark of his career. He can defend to get himself into a point, then attack. So yeah, it's really tough uh, playing these guys. And look, you know, he's put on a bit of size, Alex. Uh, but, you know, look, <laughs> there's still this great window for him. And, you know, a lot of players aren't really getting their best results until they're 27, 28, 29. And, and Alex is, um, you know, not quite there yet. So I'm, I'm optimistic, Mark, that he can at some stage get inside the top 10. Yeah, you know, whether he can win a major, that you know, they're hard to win, and he probably needs a little bit of luck and a more and, and you know, a bit of an open field. Uh, but you know, he's he's there competing, and um, you know, some people say, well, when when's Alex going to arrive? I mean, he, he's arrived. He, he's absolutely arrived. He's he's at the top echelon of the game. But uh, you know, these matches are tough to win, and look, he'll leave no stone unturned to try and get the best out of himself. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. He's having a great career, and I think uh, you're right. Majors are very, very hard to win. When you look at someone like Philippoussis and the career he had, two Davis Cup wins for Australia, two Grand Slam finals, mm. but he but he ran into Rafter and Federer. They're pretty good opponents when you get to the pointy end of uh, Grand Slam tournaments. Hey, um, Alcaraz yeah. threw comfortably. Yeah, he was a highlight thrill uh, today. I mean, he played some of the most... Incredible shots. He looked great. And uh, look, Arnaldi, uh, the young Italian, uh, a bit of foreign uh, foreign territory. He, he actually broke Elcaraz uh, in that third set. So he, uh, he had his moments, uh, but Carlos always was in uh, in control. And he's opponent to be determined. The final match of the day is on as we speak, and it's on serve in the opening set. Yannick Sinner leading uh, big Alexander Zverev uh, four games to three. It's Sinner that goes through. We get a rematch of that quarterfinal last year, which was probably the match of the season that went five hours uh, in New York. But, you know, Zverev is an interesting watch. I think he's he's certainly finding his mojo again. It took him to world number three and uh, winning a lot of titles and ATP finals. He just hasn't been able to get his hands on a major and a slow start to the year coming back from the Achilles. So he's got some real experience here. He's been a runner-up in New York. So this is a 50-50 for mine. This is going to be a tough one to call. And, yeah, certainly uh, Andre Rublev will now will take on Daniil Medvedev in that bottom uh, quarter. I'm not sure Andre would be too happy because he's, you know, he's zero and eight in quarterfinals. Now he's got to play Medvedev. So he's always run into a really good opponent uh, trying to, you know, break through that quarterfinal hoodoo. Just one more before I let you go. Madison Keys, big win for her over uh, Pagula. Yeah, sensational. Look, I've always been a Keys fan, uh, but you, you sort of, you know, you close your eyes when you watch Madison's matches because it's uh, it's all that offensive. And when it goes pear-shaped, uh, the unforced errors tick over pretty rapidly. But when she's keeping that ball inside the tram lines, it's devastating. It's not coming back. And today she found her rage. Um, had the unforced error winner count perfectly skewed. And Jessica Bagula, yeah, just could not get into that match at all. Madison put pressure on her from ball one. And she looked a bit flat, Bagula. Uh, just couldn't generate her game. So, yeah, what well under key. She plays Von Drosova, Wimbledon champion, now in the quarters. And then Sabalenka, who's now going to be the new world number one. Uh, she'll play uh, Zheng of China, who knocked out on Jabir last year's finalist. So seeds one, three, and five all gone. It's beautifully set up for Sabalenka here to you know, try and win her first US Open. Brett, thank you so much for joining us and keeping us up to date on the US Open. Look forward to the tournament progressing from here. Indeed. Pleasure. Thanks, Mark. Brett Phillips from SEN's The First Serve. And a reminder that the US Open is now streaming on Stan Sport. Every match ad-free, centre court in 4K. We'll take a break and be back with more.